Hi there, and welcome to the Anita Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Anita Rombo, and this is the podcast for growth-oriented women to have authentic, real talk. Nothing is off the table here, but as an intuitive self-relationship coach, you'll find the content gravitates towards mindset, intentional action, spirituality, and all things wellness. So if you're ready to learn, laugh, show up, and glow up to be the best version of yourself, grab your favorite bevy, settle in, and we've got lots to chat about. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Anita Chat. I am so glad to be here with you today. And today on the chat, I am so excited to welcome a special guest, a friend and fellow coach, Trish Rapp. Trish is a founder of Simplify With You. Trish, why don't you just uh, take it away and tell us more about you? And welcome, by the way. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much for having me here. Um, as you said, I am a life coach. I'm also a professional home organizer. And what I love to do is to help women figure out what is the chaos in their life that they need to remove so they can find time and up-level their life. That sounds like a fabulous mission. And you had me at organization. I love all things organization. But maybe we could talk about that another day because I, I think what I want to chat with you about today is know just how are things going are you as excited about this time of year as i am i love 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 the holiday right yeah me too and what's crazy is okay so we're recording this it's december 1st so i just keep thinking there's only one month left of this year like how are we gonna get this year off with like a bang like end it with a bang i should say but absolutely it's all all about like kind of settling in for all the parties and the celebration and thinking about this amazing year that we've had, or maybe not so amazing, but just thinking about the year that we've had and then the year that we want to create ahead of us. Um, today, our Elf on the Shelf, do you guys do Elf on the Shelf in your house? We used to. We definitely did. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we're in the season of Elf on the Shelf. So I'm not sure how much longer for my eldest who's nine, but they they came today and it was so exciting and I'm just like yes I'm so in this I'm so feeling this vibe <laughs> that's so great and I love that Talk- innocence part of the holidays you know that the holidays yeah. bring you know even though as women I feel like things can be so chaotic and we're taking care of everybody else and we're not taking care of ourselves I love the traditions and just seeing like how the children react to stuff like that. You know, it's just pure magic, but you're absolutely right. It does sometimes put a little bit extra pressure on us. And so it's just so important to kind of rein it in when you can, right? Like even last night, I said, oh my God, I got to do all this stuff. And I'm whispering because the school called and I might have to pick up my daughter because she's not feeling well. So she's taking a nap in the next room while we're recording this. So, um, but you know, it's just small life, right? Like it's just, I'm at an extracurricular with them planning how this grand entrance is going to unveil today, this morning. And then of course, rushing off at a moment's notice to pick up a sick kid. So <laughs> all in the day, all in the day of life of a yeah. mom, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. And everybody knows that happens. It happens. <laughs> so we were just talking about, um, the, the promise of like reflecting back in the, of, of the year and like looking forward to the new one. When it comes to New Year's, do you do anything big to celebrate or how do you how do you ring in a new year? You know, um, we have different traditions that we've done along the years. But one thing that I love, love to do is to come up with maybe not necessarily New Year's resolutions, which is totally fine to do. But I like to come up with one word that I'm going to mm-hmm. use to carry throughout the year. 
What, what do you do? Something similar. I actually use that one word. Uh, I have three words, actually, that carried me through a decade. So um, I'm going to be 45 next week. So at, at, on my 40th birthday, that, that was a huge deal for me. Um, and I came across, I, I thought three words, and I have to embody those three words for the entire decade. And so every birthday, I do a bit of a reflection back on that word and how well I've done and, and opportunity. So almost like kind of, I think, what you're talking about. But I really want to hear your, your, your story or your tradition. And then um, I do a different reflective exercise when it comes to the end of year. But I mean, having a birthday in early December and then reflecting on the year three weeks later, like it's all pretty much very similar, right? Yeah, totally. I love how you use your birthday. That is really a good idea. Mine was last week. So, oh, happy birthday. Thank you. I know we're such yeah, Sagittarius too. We oh, are, yes. That, that explains so much. That explains, explains so, so much. much. <laughs> Absolutely. So what I like to do at the end of the year, and again, you like can be you, like for your listeners or anything, what makes sense to you? If it's birthday, that's great. If it's halfway through the year, that's great. If it's monthly, if it's weekly, whatever it may be, just... You do you is what I always like to say. What I like to do is I like to reflect like what went well, what didn't go well. Um, when I think when I think of the year, because I typically do this at the end of the year, how does it make me feel when I think of how this year went, this 2022 year went? How does that make me feel? And then thinking about next year, what do I want to do? What do I want to take forward into the next year? What do I want to leave behind? in 2022. So your intentions, that's where you start to think of your hopes and your dreams for the next year of 2023. Um, so like I said, you could do this weekly, you could do it monthly, you can do it yearly. Um, so like, I'd love to demonstrate if that's okay. Yeah, I would love that too. Awesome. Okay. So the first thing, and you want to grab like a journal, notebook, or you can type this out on your computer. It doesn't have to be like Anything fancy, but if you want to make it fancy, again, you do you. So grab your journal, grab um, your favorite pen, find a comfy spot, and do this. Write down five specific successes or events that you would like to celebrate. Now, these can be anything related to whether it's personal or whether it's a career, whether it's learning, health. Like, what are five things during the year? that were huge, that were good. And I guess I shouldn't say huge because it could be small to some people, but to you, it was an impact. And so ask yourself, what have I done this past year that I am especially proud of? So write down five. And then, <laughs> then the next thing is to write down two specific difficult moments that you had um, and maybe it was a moment or an event that you went through this year. And to help yourself when you're like, get stuck, you can ask yourself, what's the most difficult thing that I've been through and why did I feel that way? Yeah. And then the third thing to do is what, if anything, do I want to take forward into the next year, into 2023. So for example, do you want to work on something specifically? Do you want to improve something? Is there something that needs to be fixed or do you want to change? Do you want to shift? Is it in a personal life? Is it your career? 
There's like so many options here, which can be overwhelming. So take some time with this for sure. I love it. I love it. It's interesting how um, our practices are similar yet different. And I mean, it just speaks to you, do you, right? Like sometimes uh, I love, I love, love, love. I don't know about you, but, and I don't know what like happens in your home, but the time, like I would say after Boxing Day, that the, between Boxing Day and New Year's, there's like that lull where there's a little bit more of quiet time there. And I really love carving out time during that little block to do this reflective piece. But sometimes, like some years are, you know, every year is different. Some, sometimes it's like one afternoon and it's like, I've got my favorite, my favorite tea. I've got my favorite music. I've got the fireplace on. And other times it's like literally stolen moments. It's like an hour here, an hour there, but the reflection piece happens no matter what. Like that's a non-negotiable. It's just a question of how you fit it in. Do you do one big chunk, you know, or or how much time? But um, I think that we do have like some similar practices. You know, one thing that I love that you also focused on is the difficult thing. Because for me, I ask myself these two questions uh, every week, actually. It's a part of my Friday activity as I'm wrapping up my work week what worked well, what would I do differently? Yeah. Those questions really help me celebrate my wins. And also what do you do differently is just because we're lifelong learners. There's an opportunity to grow. There's lessons to take from things. Uh, and especially when it comes to my entrepreneurial journey, I am like just an open book of learning right now, right? I'm a sponge. So there's so many things that I'm like, oh yeah, that really didn't work. Or like, yeah, try it this way next time. And so it's just a really handy way uh, even if you can't, like, again, find a lot of time to do a deep reflective journal entry every week, which I love journaling. But if you can't, and there's lots of times where I can't, this at least captures like kind of the highlights and a little bit of the lowlights, which mm-hmm. I'm going to learn from and move on. So yes. it looks like you're also doing that at the end of the year, which is great. So like I do that every week and then I like do yearly birthday, kind of like how am I holding to my words? Yeah. And then um, the work worked well. What would I do differently comes up again at the end of the year when it comes to those buckets, those big buckets that you mentioned. Yeah. And you're right. Finding time can be so difficult, especially over the holidays when we're thinking of everything else, because maybe at night, that's the time when you can wrap the presents <laughs> and you have oh, any other God. time. So even if it's like, I don't know, going into your vehicle, which I have definitely done that so many times just to find some peace and quiet. Do what you can do. Definitely. That's good. And I would say that like, I would say lean into this as your time. Like this is your life that you're reflecting on, right? The life that you've had over the past year and the life that you get to create, like you get to create it. Like, so dream that big dream, but like, let's, but be real about it too, about like, what is, what is it that you want? Let's get clear. Like once you have that clarity and that vision, that's when you can actually create it. Um, but clarity comes from seeing where you've been and how far you've come and like, you know, again, what worked well and what didn't work well. So, uh, don't take this as something to add to your to-do list is what I want to like, maybe tell the listeners. Like, I just think, yeah, we're going to do it, but you get to do it. Like you get to like mold and shape and create this beautiful life. You get to actually send, spend time on thinking about you. Like when else often do we get to do that? Right? Like, Make this, make this fun. I, like I said, music playlist has to be on. I need to be in cozy clothes, uh, when cozy fleece socks, preferably a fireplace. Cause I just like, I like being warm and like nice beverage. You know what I often do sometimes is, um, go to Starbucks because I consider that like a special treat, right? Like for me to like 
you know, pay so much for like a fancy drink. Not that I can't afford it, but it's just, it's really like a treat for me, right? And I have the whipped cream and I do all of that. I do all of that. So if I'm like coming home with that in my hand, I'm like, I am, <laughs> this is my time, right? <laughs> so yes. just make it special. Create a ritual around it. Fit it in however you can, but definitely understand that it's an honor to be able to reflect back on you and where you want to be and where you want to go. Yeah. Exactly. So do you have any kind of fun rituals that you do? Ooh, um, for like the new year or for? Yeah, like I explained how I like to get into the mood. <laughs> for reflection, do you, do you get in the mood in any way? <laughs> and we're not trying to seduce you, Trish. <laughs> you are good. You are good. <laughs> you and I are so much alike, Anita. I am pretty much the same way. I definitely need to be warm and because it is frigid here, I think. Um, but I love the idea of going some places that's different, um, awesome. such as like you mentioned, like Starbucks, like going there, nobody's really going to bother you. I mean, you could sit there and watch people all day, you know, so if that's a distraction, maybe that would help. But yeah, going someplace that you normally wouldn't, so you won't get distracted. Um, but if you that's have the luxury, idea. you know, of during the day or something when the kids are gone or your spouse is gone, that's great. But typically we don't have that. so. Getting out this of the house. Like, flex your boundaries. This is a good reason to, like, flex your boundaries and just tell your husband, like, yo, you got to take my kid for an hour or two or whatever. Like, I just need some me time. But you choose how you spend that me time. And maybe that me time, like, you're choosing to spend it reflecting on you. Right? So you don't necessarily have to escape Absolutely. your family. They yes. can, you can ask for them to magically disappear. That's very true. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, is there anything else that we want to talk about when it comes to reflecting is there anything else that's coming to mind the one thing i think i wanted to share is that you know when we get like um a new planner for the year you know it's all blank inside or like your like calendar that you hang up on the wall it comes to you blank or even like think about your phone if you get a new phone i mean before you turn it on it's empty and we get to choose what we put on that calendar. We get to choose what we put on our phones. So when we go into the new year, if you're feeling that this year was really overwhelming, that's where the reflection of, okay, where was it overwhelming? What could I do differently next year? Because when you get your planner, it's empty. You get to fill it. And how are you going to fill it? That is really great news. Um, I also, I just love planners. I love empty planners. I think I put it on my Christmas wish list. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping somebody will buy me this. And this is like a year where I've asked for a little bit of a fancier planner. And I'm just like, do I really need this? I don't know. I know nothing about it. I just know that Amy Porterfield loves this planner. And I love Amy Porterfield. <laughs> They're the full focus planners. Hands is all on my list. And so, I don't know. My husband's like, you know, it's $85, right? I'm like, yeah, no. And we don't like, did I know that? Like, don't really want to spend $85 on a planner. Right. Anyways, there's some like good ones out there. Yeah, but the whole point, like to your point, is uh, it's a fresh slate, right? And you get to populate your life, your year with whatever it is that you want. But I would also say that I feel like 80%, there was like some, some crazy stat as I was preparing for this workshop um, that I'm hosting next week. 80% um, of New Year's resolutions fail by mid-February. And I think that that's something to be said, that we start off strong and we can kind of like go for the first six weeks. Anyone who's had a health and fitness goal that relates like 
is related to going to the gym can probably relate, right? Like there's just so many people you can't even get on your piece of equipment. And then you show up in March and there's like nobody there. Yeah. And so I think it's just super important as well to like take the time and reflect and have your vision and know that you're in control. But check in with that vision. Like don't just think about it. Like you need to continue to come back to yourself until like what's important to you and what you've committed to, whether that be like, you know, your yearly words or your end of year words or a vision board, whatever it is that you have put out into the universe or put out as your intention for the year, it's so important to revisit it. Otherwise, Mm -hmm. you will put yourself in that situation where you might become that statistic that one of those 80 percent and that's a lot of people and that really surprised me to come across that that stat that is yeah and it's yeah that unfortunately it happens um and remembering your why why did you say you yeah. wanted to do that keeping Absolutely. your why in mind is important and creating habits around the why right integrating it into your life in a way that just makes the most sense that just gives you the greatest Um, chances of success, right? That you're not going to like create a whole new workflow around one habit. You're going to embed it into something that you're already doing so that it's just come second nature to you. Really try to find ways to make it easy. And I would say start small even if you needed to, right? Like you don't need to create these big sweeping changes. It's those small little things that are going to make that that big uh, end game or the end result that you want, the end vision that you want for that next year. I mean, I think we talked some really juicy nuggets here. Like, I, I, I'm feeling good about this conversation. Oh, good. Yay. Is and there anything different that you think you would incorporate into your reflective piece and vice versa now that we've shared our little, shared our little things? Um, I would need to think about that. I really do love the idea of having it on your birthday as opposed to end of the year because it can be just a little bit crazy. Um. The biggest thing, though, that I I see myself changing is that one word. I've been doing it since before our daughter was born. So 2019. I love that. It's so powerful. Yeah. What was your word last year or for this year? Do you mind sharing? Ah, for this year, it was thrive. I just got breast cancer and I lost my job last year. You know, we both had a crappy year last year. So I'm like, this year, I'm going to freaking thrive. Yeah, girl. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And so how that you've embodied a thriving this a thriving Trish. Like, you know, I, I have, but I haven't. I feel like the first half of the year, definitely. And the second half, I'm kind of like, oof. And that can happen with your words. So I wouldn't want Absolutely. anybody to be discouraged of like, should I have that word be my word again next year? And no, you come up with a new one. You did the best you could with the word that you had. And you come up with a new one. And you keep going from there. I love it. And I think like another important piece of this that you just like triggered for me was, yeah. Um, The end result doesn't matter. You define what thriving is to you. It's more the trajectory, right? Like you don't want to necessarily like start thriving and then go down. Like that's something you want to maybe course correct and, and, you know, unpack a little bit. But it's good to know that you're like moving up, right? And energy flows where attention goes. So if you made that your word, you chose to focus your energy on it. You saw the direct results of that, right? Whether it happened to the extent or whatever, right? Like there's always going to be those ebbs and flows, but you got to go over the overall trend. Are you trending up or are you trending down? Right. Yes. Yeah. We're trending up, girl. We are trending <laughs> up. I love it. I love it. Like for me, the the birthday words for the decade are mindfulness, self-care, and service. 
And service is always one that kind of tripped me up. Like, so for my 40th birthday for service, what we did was we went to, uh, there's a children's hospital uh, where where I live and I love children. And um, there's like a, a place where families that are supporting children that are in the hospital from out of town yeah. uh, are able to stay. Yeah. And so it's almost like a hotel, but it's just for those families. So they have like a stocked pantry. They have oh. toiletries. It's magical. They even have like these special toys and like toy rooms and family theaters and um, wow. special like hidden bookcases that like turn into like this oh. for siblings because siblings are staying for their sick kids too, right? So anyways, I, I sponsored a meal where basically um, I got my favorite people together, favorite girlfriends, and not only did we the, the food, but we cooked the food and we served the food and we got to eat the food with other people and it was just so lovely but I mean that was like a really big event like that was that 40th celebration I mean I'm turning 45 maybe next maybe I need to be like thinking something big for this one too but that last lasted a long time it was like a week long of different things right and self-care was going to the spa which is something that I've continued to do and all sorts of things mindfulness was hosting a private yoga class uh, again with all those my favorite people and it felt more special to me than my wedding reception because I actually knew everybody in the room right Our wedding was people, and I was like I don't know half of these people they're from like my husband's side of the family and I'm supposed to know them but like one day I will right and I do now but yeah um anyways my point being where was I going with this yeah I feel like that was such a like great big to do in terms of service and sometimes I'm like am I serving enough but I think even serving is how you define it right and it's like yeah is is talking on a podcast and sharing your insights and your expertise serving is serving you know being there for somebody when they're going through a difficult time like there's so many different definitions of it right and so true show up every day doing something that emulates that word you know show up every day doing something that emulates thriving and you're on the right track exactly yes you so got this talk i love this talk i love you thank you so much for being on the show uh, you are my heart and you're a Sagittarius. I can't believe that. <laughs> you learn something new every day. Uh, but yeah, I love the fact. I think I'm going to be incorporating some of your rituals for sure into my little reflection piece. Um, oh, I just remembered something else I do. Yeah. I've done it once. Can I share it? Of course. Oh, How do you think? I can't leave them hanging. Okay. I'm sorry. It's, I'm sorry. And hope I didn't bring that up because I certainly was not trying to. But um, last year, I tried doing something different. And uh, as part of the end of year routine, and that was like, I write myself letters often as part of my journal entries. They're um, a letter, either sometimes refer to like say, dear universe, or sometimes it's me, like a future version of me. Anyways, I wrote myself a letter and that tends to also happen during that reflective period of Christmas to New Year's. And I emailed it to myself and I put the subject line, like, do not open until December 31st, 2022. Oh my it wasn't like, okay, spoiler alert. I, I looked at it. I looked at it once. <laughs> but it was awesome. Like I needed it when I looked at it. I was just really having a moment and I needed to just remind myself of where I came from. But in that, I just like, it was like verbal diarrhea. Like I just kind of like went, you know, just everything that's happening right now, every single, like nothing was unfiltered. It was just all like just skewing from my heart. And, um, it was really an amazing place to see where I was December 31st, 2021. And I can't wait. Like that was six months ago that I kind of like, I just, yeah, you got it. Look at what you did. I can't wait. I can't. I mean, 
the kind of memory I have, I do not remember what I wrote in there, but I can't wait to revisit that again. And I think that was a really fun tradition that I like to kind of keep doing just so that you can kind of get a, like a real moment in time snippet yeah. of where you were. So I, okay. So I'm definitely taking that one forward. Awesome. Awesome. So write myself a letter because, and yeah. it's true, you know, and even though, yeah, you weren't supposed to open it until the end of the year, but like you said, you needed it then. You need it that, and I'm also that kind of person that likes to like skip to the end of the chapter of like the, the yeah. book. Like I want, you know, like I like the spoiler alerts. I love spoiler alerts. So like, yeah, it was it was just begging to be opened by me. Yeah, and I love it when we can just like you said, word vomit. Where we write as if nobody's ever going to read it, because that is when our true authenticness comes through. So 100%. it was a love yeah. letter, right? For you, from you to you. Really to be opened up in a year's time, but whatever. You create your own rules, right? Create your own rules. You do you. Yes. Yes. All right. So with that being said, I think we all wrap up the chat. Um, it's so awesome to have you on the show. I can't wait to have you again in the future. I definitely see some, I think you mentioned organization, right? Mm -hmm. uh, like, yeah, we definitely need to go deep on that because that is a love language for me. So I definitely will be hoping to have you back on the show, Trish. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you for having me. It's so great to see you and happy pre-birthday. Thank you for all the love and support. And uh, if we don't have a, a chance to chat, happy new year and happy reflecting. Happy reflecting, everybody. Uh, Bye for now. All right. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the Anita Chat Podcast. If you haven't taken a minute to leave a review, I would absolutely love to hear from you. All you need to do is to search for the show, click your star rating, and type in a few words. Also, if there's a specific topic you'd like to see covered in this podcast, if you'd like me to be your coach, or if you want to just chat, feel free to send me an email or shoot me a message through my IG, which you'll find in the show notes. The show notes will also contain any links to the freebies that were referenced in this episode. Until next time, friends, it's been great chatting with you. Thank you.